Hello, San Pedro Podcast, episode 29. You are listening to the Hello, San Pedro Podcast. I'm Amanda, your host. Join me as I talk to amazing people within our community, business owners, community activists, local leaders, and people like you and me who love San Pedro. This is a place where we'll share big ideas, discuss hot topics, and spread good vibes. that I was going to be doing um, some Bad Fish merch giveaways on Instagram. And if you haven't been on Instagram or you don't follow the podcast on Instagram, then you might have missed it. But um, I kind of orchestrated a giveaway in the last couple days. And I said I would announce the winner in today's episode. So without further ado, the winner of the first Bad Fish merch giveaway is... Drum roll, please. Danny Cristino. So if you're Danny Cristino on Instagram, hit me up because you just won some bad fish merch. Don't worry, I'm going to message you and I'll make sure that you get it. Um, yeah, so congratulations. Don't worry if you um, if you didn't know about the giveaway or you didn't have a chance to participate or you missed the deadline. Um, I'm going to be doing a couple more giveaways over the next, you know, couple weeks and um also good news today's guest is wants to do a giveaway as well for our listeners so thank you so much trinity cbc um definitely the place to follow us is on instagram so follow the podcast on instagram that's at hello sp podcast and uh make sure that you're always just catching up make sure they're not missing anything because i'm going to be giving away a lot of stuff all right so how has everyone's week been i know that i have been pretty busy um emailing with a lot of different people trying to get a really great lineup of guests for the coming episodes. Um, May is actually Mental Health Awareness Month, so that's something that I think we need to have a lot of conversation around. Um, and then the month after that is Pride Month, so uh, same. I think we need to talk a lot of a lot about pride and what that means and how the community is going to participate in it this year um yeah anyways i don't want to take up too much of your time here in the intro but um i wanted to say thank you so much for the support uh one of the reasons we did the instagram giveaway is because we had over 500 followers on instagram um and when i think back to when it you know the podcast started it was just you know 500 was not a number that i could immediately see and I felt like this number just snuck up on me <laughs> and it's been truly awesome and um and amazing so yeah thank you so much um all right without further ado I'm gonna go ahead and introduce our guest for this week's episode in a tiny garage in San Pedro a belief in coffee came to be there was a desire to unite the neighborhood, and so on Easter weekend of 2017, Paul Bobadilla and his wife Christina put idea into action. They opened up their small carport door to meet their neighbors, their friends, and the unfamiliar with freshly brewed coffee. With their love of people, combined with their experience as homebrewers of beer and mead, they made pour-over coffee. And as family and friends and new connections gathered around the cup, they passed down their technique of brewing coffee to them. 
Paul Bobadilla and his wife Christina have a uh, pop-up coffee shop and they have been um, staying very local in the St. Pedro community popping up all over uh, for different events and for you know different small businesses in town and um, they serve amazing high quality freshly brewed coffee there is a lot of attention to detail when the brewing when brewing this coffee and you could tell that it is something that they are very passionate about um paul goes into detail about how meticulous he is about selecting the coffee and making sure that it is grown in an ethical manner and that the people who are a part of the growing process are paid um, fair wages and just that every step of harvesting the coffee and getting it to the U.S. and um, getting it finally to the consumer's cup and he's very passionate about making sure that every step of this process is um, ethical and wholesome um, so there's a lot to respect here about this business I was incredibly impressed by his vast knowledge of coffee and how um how coffee gets made, how good coffee gets made. You might see them pulled up on location in their 65 Nova. Um, they boil water on the spot. They grind whole beans um, specialty coffee and they make each cup of brew by hand. Um, so yeah, you might see them around in, around town popped up and make sure if you do see them that you stop by, get a good cup of coffee, say hi, let them know that you heard about them on the podcast. Um, the, their business is called Trinity CBC. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy my conversation with Paul Bobadilla. Enjoy. All right. Welcome back, everybody. So today on the show, I have a local coffee brewer, Paul Bobadilla, who is the owner and operator of Trinity CBC Coffee. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for the invitation. There's been so much excitement about your podcast and I'm always... uh, I'm always looking forward to the insight that I receive from some of the guests on the podcast. Yeah, good. I'm I'm glad to hear that. Absolutely. Sometimes I feel like nobody's listening. Oh, no. But, you know, it, it's just because I don't see a lot of interaction. But then right. every once in a while, I get like mm. a bunch of text messages like, that was really good. Or, yes. you know, I got a lot from it. Or I'll see comments on Instagram. So it's cool. I'm definitely taking notes when I'm driving, like in the city, or I'm just sort of like reflecting and I kind of tune in. And mm-hmm. There's always so much insight that is shared. And... There's just so much so much excitement in San Pedro as well that I think it's it's nice to kind of pause and kind of take watch of new development, new ideas, and how we respond as either a small business or as people, how we can uh, positively, po- positively respond to those kinds of things. Totally. Um, you know, some people, I've said this before, but some people are like, how, how do you even have a podcast about just one town? You know, right. like, how do you have a podcast right. about San Pedro? Like, right. what's going on? You know, sure. they don't get it. But we, there's a lot going on here. And I have there FOMO is. on my community. I feel like I'm <laughs> missing out, you know, yeah, yeah. like, what's going on, <laughs> you know? And if I hadn't started this podcast, I wouldn't have met, for example, Stacy from yes. Crypto Space, where yes. I now record my podcast episodes. I yes. would have met Yolanda. I mean, there's just so many people that I have met through the podcast that yes. I'm grateful for. That's exciting. Yeah, That's and now exciting. you, yes. so this is really cool. Yeah, we're definitely excited to kind of um, introduce ourselves to the, the wider San Pedro. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people in our community that haven't seen us pop up yet, and there's many people in San Pedro that I've seen in passing or at a restaurant or at a brewery here in town. 
uh, that I've been wanting to meet, but just haven't really had a, a vehicle to uh, introduce myself and to kind of, you know, let them know how thankful I am to be doing life here in San Pedro. And so mm -hmm. I think for us, we're just trying to um, offer San Pedro another kind of component to kind of enjoy life here. Yeah. Um, and part of that is doing specialty coffee and doing craft coffee. Uh, you know, at a high level. And so I think for us, it's just been fun to grow with the city in that way. Yeah, it's very cool. I saw you actually at first Thursday in mm -hmm. front of Badfish, mm -hmm. and that's where I first saw your setup. Right. So that's cool. How'd you get connected with Josh? Yeah, so uh, first Thursday first Thursday is something that we've been trying to do more like more often. Um, sometimes we don't have the presence that we kind of would like, mm -hmm. but I think for us and uh, working with Josh, it was kind of something that uh, happened over time where we are in the process of getting some of the merchandise um, squared away for Trinity CBC and so are they helping you with the merchandise and they stuff? are yeah. yeah so Josh has been incredibly helpful in trying to um, kind of sort of like shape my idea of what the brand is and how we can sort of express that using uh, raw materials of like fabric and hats and those kinds of things and so uh, working with him was great just because he he has an established brand that I really respect. I, if I drive in San Pedro and other parts of the South Bay, I see um, some of the, the assets that he owns and that he uses to draw people in. And so um, some of that iconography resonates with me growing up in San Pedro from the fish, the three-eye fish. And um, speaking with him kind of was a natural kind of thing. And so uh, when I met with him several times and um, he and I exchanged uh, texts all the time, he's always available to some of the questions I have and he's always uh, just responsive and so his customer service is great just really love his service I really love like what he's doing with the brand and then <clears throat> he's just a really awesome guy that I think for us in San Pedro he in San Pedro it's just great to kind of continue to support those businesses I couldn't agree more mm -hmm. I absolutely love Josh and he reached out to me to be a sponsor mm -hmm. for the podcast which I was like super excited about <laughs> like awesome. I, yeah. I literally was like so excited yes. um, I've been a huge fan of Bath but I don't feel cool enough to wear it sometimes because sure, sure. it's just too cool you know, it's like really a cool brand. <laughs> it's, it speaks to, yeah, it speaks to the things that I think are, are that we can't forget in San Pedro, yeah. as exciting as development <clears throat> is and new businesses. It is just so it's Pedro. Still, it still has, yeah, it still has like a skater punk rock vibe, mm -hmm. which which we want to kind of maintain and respect. Yeah. Um, and so even doing the pop-up for us, it was just great because we were kind of speaking about um, some merchandise and he says, hey, why don't, you, why don't you pop up here in front of our place on first Thursday? We had already done um, one or two pop-ups with Jeff at the Supply Guy. And so it was literally just like kind of moving our, our, our little setup to boutiques down. And so uh, working with him was great. There was a lot of people that um, we were just short, sort of sharing ideas about branding, about culture in San Pedro, and then mm -hmm. we met uh, several people that we're still in touch with right now for some other finance kind of opportunities. And yeah. so serving mm -hmm. coffee at first Thursday in front of Bathfish to me felt um, like serving coffee here with you guys felt mm -hmm. comfortable, felt natural. Um, it was something that didn't feel forced, and obviously we just had like a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, that's but, really cool. Mm -hmm. um, well, tell me how it started. Yeah, so it started about two years ago when um, Christina and I were wanting this desire to kind of plug into some of our neighbors uh, near Alma Park where we live, uh, and the concept was very simple. It was just to sort of serve coffee and meet our neighbors. Um, and then over a course of several months, we uh, had a, a desire for um, for them to taste some other exotic and really like exciting coffees that had these really cool nuances. And they immediately were like turned on to it. They really uh, immediately really like plugged in to some of those flavors that we were sort of brewing and sort of uh, sharing with them. And uh, over the course of maybe about a year, we realized that we wanted to 
uh, continually to like serve people and meet new people uh, using coffee as that kind of like vehicle to mm -hmm. make introductions. And then over the course of the last six months, we've been uh, trying to be more intentional, trying to lay a, founda a foundation where we can kind of grow as a business. Um, still continually to source really excellent uh, specialty coffee, like specialty grade coffee, mm -hmm. uh, and then mm -hmm. trying to bring our coffee to the streets where people are. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. I think um, I think that there is a need for. I mean, I love coffee. I'm a huge coffee lover. <laughs> yes. And yeah. I mean, I will totally go for the very commercialized, like Starbucks. Sure. I mean, McDonald's if it's dire. Sure. You know, which I'm not hating on McDonald's coffee, like sure, whatever. Sure. But I think that <laughs> there is a need for all avenues of coffee. You know, like we need Sirens, which is a community yes. staple and a gathering yes. place yes. Um, where I could also get a Chori Man burrito. Yes. <laughs> but also, I think we need more coffee, like on, on the go and at certain events and sure. a, a mobile coffee thing which is yes. what you're doing that's right I absolutely love that idea yeah absolutely I mean the cool thing with coffee and, and mm -hmm. the thing with too with like creativity and, and people's abilities is that you can't contain that mm -hmm. right so some of us our personalities our creativity our art our passions exceed the space that we're in and so how do we express ourselves in yeah. that way for us like for me and my wife I come from like an entertainment experience where that was my bread and butter of how I supported myself and my family and how I gave to the community with like my resources and money and that kind of thing. And over a course of I would say two and a half years before Trinity before the Trinity C B C concept sort of came to me was I was kind of meditating on like who I was and like what I wanted to share of myself and Part of it was this, this creative avenue of wanting to write stories, wanting to tell effective stories, wanting to express myself that way. And the other part of myself was wanting to expre express myself with my hands and then like alcohol and then coffee, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so brewing coffee kind of uh, became a vehicle for me to do that. Mm -hmm. And um, I think ultimately going back to what you sort of had like hinted at was I think people's um, need and desire for coffee can be anywhere and so I think for us as a business is trying to fulfill that need or help facilitate that need and bringing specialty coffee to them right uh, and so I think for us right now currently I think that is something that we're definitely cognizant of and trying to like really like drive into yeah I mm -hmm. think that's a, a really great opportunity you mm -hmm. know like um, if, if for example if there's just like a large event or right. you know if Stacy was having like a gathering of yes. a Bitcoin meeting you yes. know crypto space I mean a cryptocurrency meeting mm -hmm. I mean it would I could see that it would be helpful to have somebody just making coffee you know right that would be yeah yeah, and not, can we just say how delicious this is? Yeah, Can you tell thanks. us about the coffee we're drinking right now? Yeah, absolutely. This is a coffee from Guatemala. Uh, Guatemala is, so coffee is a seasonal beverage, and mm -hmm. so at different point, different times of the year and different points of the year, uh, certain coffees are available to us to enjoy fresh. Mm -hmm. um, so this is a Guatemala coffee that we roasted up maybe a few weeks ago, and it's tasting really beautiful. It's like very sweet. Mm -hmm. um, there's a nice little bit of like kind of a grainy, grainy texture at the tip of our tongue, and then uh, as we swallow it and kind of are tasting uh, just the palate and that resinous uh, quality. It's just like a nice sweet cup that I really enjoy. <clears throat> um, I don't know what it is about this coffee, mm -hmm. but it's the first coffee I felt like I didn't have to add sweetener to. Awesome, yeah. And it's not necessarily sweet. It's sure. just not aggressive or yes. like it's not in, you know, it doesn't need to be tamed by <laughs> sugar in any way. It yeah. actually is just very delicious. That's awesome. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for that compliment. I mean, I think right now the integrity and like focus that we have for the coffee is yeah. to, to do light uh, roasted coffee that uh, can kind of 
carry and sort of uh, showcase some of these like small nuance of flavor. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what we're really aiming for is flavor and balance. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's sort of one of the things that we're trying to illuminate people here in San Pedro is there's a lot of great coffee for people to enjoy. And uh, what we're trying to do is trying to offer them something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so well, first of all, what does CBC stand for mm -hmm. in your name? Yeah, so it's like a, it's a, it's a, an acronym in the shorthand. Um, the shorthand is just CBC. That's like general, like a, a general base of trying to communicate like coffee, uh, what it means to be brewing coffee, and then what it means to have like a cultural influence using coffee. Okay. Um, so CBC is coffee, brew, and then this idea of like culture and what that can be. Okay, I yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, tying in culture to coffee, which it has its own culture and its own, you know. It does, yeah. So, just if we if we could just take a point, like a moment, to actually examine like the CBC. So, for the C component of the coffee, it's just really having a, a, like a high level of attention and detail to the coffee that we're providing people. So, making sure that the coffee that we're sourcing is being harvested at a farm level where it's like safe for some of the farmers. That um, some of the cost of the wages that the farmers are receiving for the harvest is fair. Uh, ensuring that there's no abuse that's taking place at the farm level. Being really cognizant of that and really paying focus to that as we source the coffee and as we roast the coffee. Mm -hmm. um, and then also too is just sort of respecting coffee as a craft. Like, yes, it is a commodity. Yes, it's people that have a certain amount of income. It's like disposable income where they can just buy coffee and buy coffee. But we do have to be aware that people um, that are coming to coffee, that it has a lot of significance for people's lives and we're, we're trying to maintain that. Um, and pay a fair price for the coffee and then when we come to it uh, here in the states or in Los Angeles specifically when we're roasting the coffee that we're doing the due diligence of respecting the craft from that perspective. And then B for for uh, for brewing is there's so many beautiful ways to brew coffee. That's the like the awesome thing about coffee. It's so versatile as like a food product. Mm -hmm. um, certain foods require like a certain recipe to really showcase some of those flavors of a food. And so coffee is no different. Coffee is a food. Uh, coffee has all these nuances of, of different ways to brew the coffee. And there's a right way and there's a wrong way. And so what we want to do is have Again, like a high level of integrity when we come to the coffee, we're brewing it in like in a very precise way. So that way you as like a consumer is like having a really beautiful experience with the coffee. Like, hey, mm -hmm. this is like really flavorful, sweet, maybe some like plum or maybe some dried fruit of whatever that flavor profile might be. We want to be able to like bring that out. Mm -hmm. And uh, coffee is a cultural experience. So uh, coffee, unfortunately, we don't grow a lot of coffee here in California. Uh, in, in, in the United States, we have a few states that are growing uh, coffee. Uh, but coffee comes from Latin America for the most part and other parts of Africa mm -hmm. and other parts of Asia as well. And so as a company that is showcasing coffee as a product, uh, we want to just be uh, mindful and again cognizant that there is a global community that is harvesting the coffee from other countries and that we're working uh, jointly with those countries and those farmers to export the coffee, deliver the coffee, receive it here mm -hmm. in the port of Los Angeles where we live, and then uh, being able to uh, pass down that cultural significance of what coffee can be. Mm -hmm. Wow, I love everything you just said, and I think um, <laughs> I, I that was a lot for me. No, to say. I, I really, I really respect <laughs> everything, and I like respect your method and in the care that you're taking yes. with yes. with the actual product, yes. with the process. Yes, um, not only the process of how it was made and yes. harvested, but the process of how you are making coffee and how you are delivering a cup. You know, absolutely. <clears throat> and absolutely. can I just speak to like the culture aspect? Like yes. as soon as 
since you made the coffee, we're here. Um, it's not necessarily the studio, but I'll call it the studio. We're yes, in the studio. It's the studio for yeah, sure. with um, your yeah. wife Christina and yes. Stacy from Crypto yes. Space. And as soon as we all got served our coffee, I mean, we just started like this epic conversation and about <laughs> a lot of different topics. And it was, I mean, I was like, what is in this coffee right now? We're having like very intellectual, in-depth conversations about society and maybe yes. the economy and yes. other things and I think that speaks to the culture of it you know what absolutely. a what a cup of coffee can do yeah absolutely mm -hmm. and that's something that we've been mindful of too in like our business plan as, as we continue to like press into people here in San Pedro and other parts of Los Angeles is uh, as a Trinity CBC as a, as a brand what is our focus what's our mission mm -hmm. um, who, like who we are as people and how does that sort of uh, how's that passed down where people can see it? Mm -hmm. And so part of it, yeah, is delivering it, like first and foremost, is a product that pe that people can really enjoy, something that we're proud of. So mm -hmm. the coffee's at a high level, it's really delicious, it's beautiful. And then number two is how do we um, offer people an experience when they come to our pop-ups or when uh, we have an event is they can be fed, you know, intellectually that we're sharing and we're passing down this like rich uh, knowledge base that we have and, and making sure that, again, we're citing respect back to the farmers and that, that kind of like fair practice of sourcing the coffee. Mm -hmm. And then number three is just like ensuring that people have like a really beautiful emotional experience to the coffee as well. Um, as, mu as significant as um, the coffee is and as the attention that we care to each of the coffees that we serve, we're never we never get distracted by all of that and forget who we're serving in mm -hmm. front of us too, right? And so the care that we um, have for people that we serve is like a, like a privilege to us. So mm -hmm. um, generally in the supply chain of coffee, there's about 23 different hands, set of pairs of hands that touch it from a farmer to an importer to um, a, a, someone that's cupping the coffee. So like a, a, like a coffee cupping evaluator wow. to a brewer, to a shop owner. And so we have the privilege of being that last step before people get to drink it. Mm -hmm. And so we just want to redeem all of that time that maybe was not, you know, that was maybe looked over or maybe that wasn't uh, initially sort of seen. And so yeah, no, I, us, I really respect that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And thanks, um, thanks. You, you, it's obvious <clears throat> that you guys care a lot that the product was like ethically made, and mm -hmm. you're like acknowledging, like, hey, there's a lot that went into this cup of totally. coffee. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> and, and again, it's just again trying to offer someone um, an experience that they can sort of resonate with. Like again, that's that's first and foremost a really great cup of coffee, right? So it's just a, it's, it's a product that stands out on itself. And then number two, um, speaking to their intellect and you know sharing what we, we have and, and being transparent in the knowledge that we have so that it will equip them with a better understanding of how to purchase their own coffee, right? Mm -hmm. And how to make them more responsible uh, people of their own resources, mm -hmm. right, and their money. And then number three is, again, trying to offer them an experience that um, lets them know that we care about them too right as much as we care about the farmer and the coffee that we also care about them and that's important for us so are you going to be um like selling coffee beans like in, in mm -hmm. itself with your branding yes yeah, so okay. um yeah so i can i can, I can talk about that so next week we're uh, re we are releasing our logos our font type and some of the um uh, like logo lockups that we've sort of been crafting the last two and a half months mm -hmm. to three months mm -hmm. uh, we've been operating um, as a, as a pop-up business, uh, quote-unquote business, 
uh, for the last two and a half years, and we've been able to do it without any branding. It's been a lot of word of mouth and letting the product speak for itself. And part of the, the growing needs last year were, was to put a face on what we're doing and let it live on its own mm -hmm. and, and kind of continually to nurture uh, Trinity CBC and let it grow and let it take us to new places to meet you and to meet other people like mm -hmm. yourself as well. And so um, part of it is um, putting an exterior uh, facade for people to kind of resonate and kind of see. So we're releasing our logos, uh, assets next week for Easter weekend. Yeah, that's and cool. Then, yeah, and then in conjunction with that is, uh, <clears throat> we're definitely continually to sell our 12 ounce bags and our one pound bags. And then we're actively working with other partners on the wholesale side to acquire uh, oh, cool. our coffee and that we would be roasting for them as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. All right, so where can people get your coffee right now? So currently the only way you can really get it is through us when we visit our pop-ups. Yeah, um, so are there any pop-ups lined up right yeah, now? Yeah, so we have uh, Circle of Via at the end of this month in mm -hmm. Wilmington. So it's okay. a big uh, community um, activity that the city of Los Angeles puts on. Mm -hmm. um, most of the people in Los Angeles have visited these events or have heard about it. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're in the South Bay, specifically San Pedro or Harbor City or Paul's Verdes or some of the beach communities and you're listening, you should definitely visit us um, later this month in Wilmington for Circle Vio. Um, and then the other way you can purchase our coffee is in, um, next month. Uh, we are releasing our website, mm -hmm. and so that'll be another kind of channel for people to acquire and taste our coffee if you're mm. not in Los Angeles or if you're in another kind of state or even a country. If you're yeah. listening, that'd be awesome for you to <laughs> support our, our small business. So 97% of my listeners are in the U.S. Okay. So there's 3% that could be out of state, I mean, out of the country. Out of the country. Yeah, who could be listening. Yeah, so if they're contingent on where they are in the world, uh, they may not have mm. access to specialty mm. coffee that's mm -hmm. roasted here in Los Angeles. And so mm -hmm. uh, if you're listening and you're in that 3 percentile, then <laughs> I definitely encourage you to, to purchase our coffee and, and maybe we'll throw in some other goodie bags too if I, if I uh, mm. know in advance that you're in another country. <laughs> and it'll, it'll make that that purchase worth their wild and so I'd that's be cool. more than happy to throw in some fun stuff for them too. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so the is the business in your eyes, like how mm -hmm. do you see the business continuing to operate? Do you could see it continuing to operate on a pop-up basis? Obviously, there's a lot of needs that all of us have as consumers and people that love coffee or love alcohol or beer or food. Mm -hmm. And so every time we do a pop-up, there's new exciting opportunities for us to be offering our coffee. And so... No, I love that. That's really cool. Um, actually, now is yes. a great time for a break. Yes. Um, so when we come back, we can really talk about like the community. Mm -hmm. Let's have a discussion about it, yes. what it was like growing up here. Yeah. And then yeah. love that. some things that you're... Yeah. Yes. I, I read your... your questionnaire so I'm like I can't wait to get into it. <laughs> awesome okay cool. Hey guys, fun fact. Did you know that Badfish was the official carrier of all Thread Fish merchandise? Find the Thread Fish shirts and other Pedro inspired apparel at their store on 6th Street between Mesa and Center in downtown San Pedro. Or visit them at their website, badfishclothing.com. Listeners of the podcast get an extra 10% off their purchase when they use promo code HELLOSP at checkout, online or in stores. Thanks, Badfish. Okay, we're back. Yes. So um, I do want to get into the community, all that, but yes. real quick, we uh -huh. got on a side conversation about <laughs> yeah, we did. what makes a great cup of coffee. Yes. So, I mean, we were talking about water, and yes. the water here at Crypto Space is delicious. The water's great. 
And we were talking about how water can be great or really not great. Yes. <laughs> so what? Tell, tell us what makes a really good cup of coffee, like okay. for us brewing at home. Sure. And for the everyday person, the best way to brew coffee at home is to brew it the way you like it, mm -hmm. right? The way that you've either grown up drinking or the way that you particularly have like a, a particular like disposition for, right? Mm -hmm. But the other way to brew coffee or to elevate your experience at home is to use freshly ground coffee, mm -hmm. right? Is to use purified water and to use a vessel of brewing coffee that's clean and that's well maintained, Okay. right? So those are like the three core ways mm -hmm. of brewing a good cup of coffee at home. Um, but I think if you're looking to revamp the way that you're uh, brewing coffee or you're like auditing your practices, um, every kind of step, those three steps, water, the coffee, and like your brewing device, each of those um, areas allow for opportunity to fine tune the way you're brewing the coffee. Okay. So whether you're using tap water or using purified water, are you using spring water or using distilled water? Mm -hmm. um, I have a particular preference of using spring water. Mm -hmm. So I brew my coffee at home using spring water. Mm -hmm. um, the second way is just like the way the, the whatever coffee that you're using, I particularly like light roasted coffee that I purchase at a specialty coffee shop mm -hmm. that's fresh. Mm -hmm. So using fresh, ro like fresh roasted coffee, the coffee at your grocery store doesn't have a roast date on it. Uh, for the most part, the coffee is old and stale. When you, when, so I'll repeat that, when you buy coffee at a grocery store, it's old and stale. Mm -hmm. um, if you look at the expiration date, it has a year-long expiration date. Mm -hmm. That's old, mm -hmm. right? So generally, coffee has a shelf life of 30 days. 30 days is a shelf life for coffee. When the coffee is roasted, it requires three to five days of degassing. Mm -hmm. uh, degassing meaning that some of the, the chemicals in the coffee itself need to be released, right? We won't get into that right now unless we, if, unless you guys want to. <laughs> um, so then there's that component of really like sourcing these really awesome coffees that's fresh mm -hmm. and you grinded it fresh. And the third, the third way is like, how are you brewing the coffee? And so I like to pour coffee at home and make coffee at home using a pour over device. Mm -hmm. And that's that third, you know, mechanism of how I, I make better coffee at home is is uh, is using a brewing device that's more flexible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I get yeah. that. I have a question. Will yes. you go into iced coffees? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So currently, so <laughs> I'm an iced coffee drinker. Yes. I was telling your wife, I was like, I love iced coffee. <laughs> yes, yes. So iced coffee is definitely something that we love. It's, it's definitely something that we have fun uh, brewing mm -hmm. at our pop-ups. And so uh, over the course of the next few uh, weeks and into the next, um, at the end of summer, we're, we're going to exclusively do iced coffee at our pop-ups and so cool yeah I am looking forward to that that's gonna be really cool yes so we're, we're doing uh we're doing iced coffee where we're brewing uh, coffee hot and we're throwing it over a bed of ice uh, to ensure that the ratio that we talked about before is is done in a way where you're always gonna get balance and flavor and then we're also exploring uh, another avenue of cold beverages of uh, coffee using cold brew as well. Mm -hmm. And so that requires a different brew Ooh, process. Cold and brew. Yes, uh, that requires a, a different approach and different care. And so um, we definitely are, are at the moment exploring options to offer our, our customers uh, an experience of using uh, cold brew as a way to kind of elevate their experience during the day. That is awesome. Yes. I can't wait for all of this. Yeah, thanks. Okay, well, <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit about the community and the yes. San Pedro community. Yeah, absolutely. I can tell you have a lot of passion for this community because that's where you wanted to, that's the community you wanted to serve. Yes, um, thank you. Is 
What are some things mm -hmm. that concern you about some of the changes that are happening in Pedro? Yes. And then what are some of the things that excite you? But we'll start with concerns. And yeah, absolutely. End on a good note. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I think the number one thing that concerns me about San Pedro, and not, it's not even something that is most recent, but ever since I was a boy growing up in San Pedro is the displacement of people on the streets, right? And so mm -hmm. I've always had a heart for those that are living and doing life um, on the street. And so I kind of wonder now that as I get older and as I uh, try to be more responsible in my finances and trying to be more responsible in my, um, my creative and entrepreneur endeavors in the future is how do I use my business to help those that I used to see on the streets? Uh, I think the one of the one of the things that also comes to mind is the people that are living on the street now or doing life on the street now. Um, I, as I get older, I realize I know those people now. I realize that I've seen those people mm -hmm. um, growing up in school. I realize that some of the people that I see living on the street, I realize that I know some of their families, and now they're living on the street now for yeah. whatever reason, right? And so I yeah. think. For me, is how do I be responsible <clears throat> in the business and, and, and ensuring that there's a plan in our business model and our business plan that is earmarked specifically for uh, social uh, activities and like social empowerment or, 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 or social um, uh, endeavors that allow us to give or, and to help those that are living on the street mm -hmm. and doing life on the street. Um, and I think the, the second thing that sort of comes to mind is is how do I um, continually to have a heart for these people that are living in, in the streets of San Pedro or in the community of Los Angeles is how do I uh, continually to grow um, from a personal perspective that allows me to not feel um, indifferent about them, that I'm, I'm challenging myself that when I see these people in the streets in our community that I am not uh, overlooking them, that um, I'm being very respectful uh, of them and, um, and acknowledging their presence living in the community uh, and on the streets and, and being sure that I don't grow comfortable with saying comments like, well, that's, you know, they're there for a reason or, hey, maybe they, they choose to live there or, or saying statements such as, um, I, I, I trust that someone will care, someone else will care for them. So how know, do I stand up to that occasion? I really like your perspective on all this because I feel like I mean, as a society across the country, but yeah, more specifically yeah. to our community, yes. I feel like we are getting very comfortable stepping over these people, like sure. quite literally, sure, you sure. know what I mean? Sure. Because especially if you're in the downtown area, we'll see yes. more and more people on the street. And, yes. um, and I feel like we're getting just too comfortable saying those things. And the sure. fact that you're conscious of it sure. is, I mean, that just that just makes me feel like, you know what? Yeah, we do need to be conscious of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you, have to, you also have to keep in mind that our business currently is bringing coffee to where people are, right? Mm -hmm. And so we are actively doing community with these people that are living on the streets. And we're opening a, a temporary marketplace for us to acquire financial resources while they're actually uh, our neighbor next to us living and sleeping on the street, right? And so mm -hmm. I think there's a really beautiful opportunity in our business as we grow is as we um, are living and doing life and doing business in the streets and bringing coffee to people in the community uh, in, in this pop-up kind of method is how do we uh, continuing, continually to acknowledge these people that we see and then um, just reminding them that they, they also have a lot of value too, right? And so I think the, for, the, for the most part, it's easy to generalize these people and say, hey, well, they don't they're not really contributing, mm -hmm. and that's just far from the truth. And yeah. I think 
we have to also remind one another that they have a lot of value. Mm -hmm. uh, they might not know it, and sometimes we might not know that. Um, and I think for us as a business, we're here to to let people know that so yeah. that they can say, hey, you know what? They, these people do have value. Yeah. Uh, and they're a great resource, um, unquestionably. I, I recall we did a pop-up here in downtown uh, about three months ago, and I met this one gentleman who lives in the streets of, of San Pedro in our, in, in our community. And um, it was easy for me to um, make these assumptions about who he was. And I served him, I brewed a cup of coffee the way I always do with a lot of care and respect and integrity. I also uh, was mindful of telling him what I knew about the coffee and any, if, if he was as, as if he was any other person. And then he, uh, and then he paid for his cup of coffee in, wow. in the same way that everyone else would. Yeah. And so fighting those prejudices <clears throat> or fighting these ideas of, of what, who I think he might be mm -hmm. and, and showing care and respect for all people and, and doing that through coffee. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that that is something that maybe more businesses in the area, more small businesses sure. should maybe look at because as a community, mm. it's like, well, well, how do we, sure. how do we as individuals, but how are we also like as business, you know, it's just like, I think that companies need to be more ethical, you know, even bigger companies on, you know, huge levels, we need to consider how we are making the world a better place and addressing some of the biggest issues within our society. And that would mm -hmm. be one of it. For example, mm -hmm. like like the Starbucks mm -hmm. on 25th and Western, I sure. know that they donate everything that doesn't, you know, get bought or get used within the yes. allotted time frame gets donated to shelters, you know, in the yeah. area. So it's like, okay, they're doing their part. What I think for small businesses ask like what is our part, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. that, I think that's really beautiful to to kind of say and to kind of continually to share with people. Mm -hmm. I know two things come to mind in response to that. The first one is there was a brother at our church who would always go to uh, that coffee shop on 25th and Western uh, to say hello, and they always treated him with respect and care. Mm -hmm. And so it was great when we had the funeral services at a church here in San Pedro that the baristas from that shop wow. attended the church yeah. and to pay acknowledgement to the, the, the person that, that we had cared for that was living on the streets and that had passed away and died. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's that, that, that I think um, certain communities um, have tenants, have businesses that are operating with a social initiative in their business model, in their business plan that they are doing um, to sort of help elevate all people in the community. Um, but I, I think number two, I think it's, it's also a little bit, um, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge for us as consumers to uh, begin to start expecting small businesses to do these activities that are social, that are social or political. I think mm -hmm. um, because as consumers, because I'm a consumer as well, I visit a lot of shops in Los Angeles and other parts of California. Mm -hmm. I my the resources that I accumulate through my labor and through my hard work is, is means a lot to me. And so the income that I generate in the course of a year has a lot of power. And so when I go into a, a shop and I'm buying a five or a ten dollar cup of coffee, or I'm buying uh, beers or or food that has a total of between you know thirty to a hundred dollars, that has a lot of power in it, and so um, business owners are competing for my resources in that mm -hmm. way. But I wonder, as consumers, how often are we to challenge small businesses to make a greater impact using their resources? <laughs> I think that's a sort of a rhetoric that uh, many people don't want to address, but I think also too it gives more power and influence to the consumer and so yeah. I think for us as a small business we're cognizant of that because we know that the social impact that we are um, investing in from like a cup has a direct correlation to a farmer in another country and mm -hmm. so 
Like I think in coffee, like we're definitely cog cognizant of that. And I think as a small business, uh, we want to continue to press upon that and continue to sort of examine to challenge some of the other business that we're doing um, that we're in, the, in like the open uh, market mm -hmm. and we're competing with is how do we continually to support all people, right, small and large, and how do we showcase some of these people that are sometimes overlooked, mm -hmm. right? Um, yeah, no, I, I really like that um, perspective. I think that's something that we as a community is going to have to adopt a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And um, there actually like just are a lot of people and businesses who yes. are trying to do their part. Yes. So I feel like conversations like this yes. and perspectives like this, just talking about it yes. is, is a positive thing because yes. other people hear it and they're like, you know what? They're being conscious of it. I'm going to be conscious of it too. Well, we're doing it with like a, an intent of love too, right? Because not not every business will have a model for them to do that, right? And, mm -hmm. and, and that's <clears throat> just a challenge for a business operators that they're also coming to terms with, oh, maybe I'm not doing enough. And then there's other businesses that are thriving in that where there's a, a high level of, of social care or political good that they're doing, mm -hmm. right? I think for us, like, we just want to be true to who we are right, yeah. as people and then use our business to, pour, to sort of like just pay it forward. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so we're just like, hey, this is what we can do <clears throat> currently. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can do more. Um, and that's just like through time. And, and to another kind of kind of component, too, is that I'm sure there's a lot of businesses that are engaged in these activities that are promoting social and political good mm -hmm. that we don't ever see. Yeah. Right. And so I think. I think what I don't want to do is encourage and challenge some of my contemporaries to do social and political good, but uh, they need to kind of brand that everywhere and say, hey, we donated 50% this year to whatever, right? Yeah. I think if you're doing it out of the kindness of your heart with intent and love, right, as a driving force to all of this, then perhaps, yes, you can share that. But if you're doing it just to create a banner right. mm -hmm. or, or, or receive a tax write-off, well, Perhaps that, that giving of, of, of yourself, that charitable good, might not come from like an honest and true place, but there is a little bit of like grace there, right? Where, hey, they're trying their best. Yeah. And so I think for us, we just, again, we're, we're doing it because we love the community, we love mm -hmm. all people, and, mm -hmm. and, and that is our, our intent. I think consumers too will start to really, um, I, I think that's gonna matter for us, you know? Especially now also with, with the state of our our environment. Yes. We're also being conscious consumers in that, where we're like, yes. you know, we're, we were just talking about like maybe not using plastic, yeah. using yes. reusable straws, yes. bringing our own cup. Yes. So I think these are things that people are going to be more conscious of as they purchase. When they decide who they're going to purchase from, where they're going to get their coffee, they're going to say, well, this one I know gives back and they care about the environment and they care a lot about where they got their coffee and it's Correct. ethically sourced yes we're just going to be we're just going to start being very conscious of it as consumers so yeah. i'm excited about that and I, and I think there's there's a lot of like grace that we have to give small businesses and other businesses that are executing like on the stock market right a little mm -hmm. bit of grace right as as uh, they sort of facilitate the needs of consumers mm -hmm. and i think again it all it all boils back to the power of the consumer and yeah i think most of us as consumers, we, we feel as though um, we're not always being heard, but we always speak with our money, yeah, right? So our money true. does speak for ourselves. Mm -hmm. It speaks to the things that we're invested in. And so- Our values. Our values too, yeah, absolutely. And mm -hmm. so I think, um, you know, I think that if you're, if you're a young person now and you're listening, if you're between, you know, uh, let's say, let's just say you're 18 and 30, um, you're gonna, for the most part, make a very successful uh, life. You know, you're gonna have, you know, you're probably, you're very likely educated, you're probably gonna go to college, 
and you're probably going to make a certain amount of money that allows you to have a disposable income where you're purchasing coffee or beer or you're going to a restaurant where you're uh, kind of, you know, ranking up like a hundred dollar tab for food. And so I think that money that you're using has a lot of power because many people like me as small businesses, you know, we want to work with you, right? Because we want to serve our coffee and we want to grow our business uh, and we want to offer you an experience where coffee is great, service is great, mm -hmm. and you're, you're coming into an experience in like a communal environment. Mm -hmm. But I think as, as, as that consumers goes on into their life, I think that if they had these really high expectations from us to be better uh, in our environment, in our culture, in our society, then we definitely want to hear. We want to hear them mm -hmm. unquestionably, and we want to sort of meet that need as well, um, because it's just not our community as like someone that's offering a product. It's also their community as well. And so, how do we have a more enriching experience for all of us to kind of get to a better place? Right. Yeah. No, totally. I, I think that's awesome. Um, okay, so what are some yes. things that excite you about the changes going on here? Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, exciting uh, development. There's a lot of exciting new ideas. There's people moving into San Pedro that didn't live here before. Mm -hmm. um, the weather is continually to get better and better here in San Pedro. That's true, yeah. <laughs> it just started getting really nice, too. Yeah, uh, we're definitely excited about just doing our business here in San Pedro. So uh, being, being born and raised in the city, seeing the changes, uh, we're glad that we're continually to operate and do life here mm -hmm. in San Pedro. Uh, Christine and I are excited about our church and like the how that's growing here in San Pedro and some of the impact that we're making mm -hmm. uh, positively in San Pedro itself. Uh, we're definitely excited just about um, some of the some of the new restaurants that are here in San Pedro. Oh yeah, I'm excited. I heard La, La Buffet open or yes. yeah, it did. I saw it on Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go. And then there's the Italian one down yes. down the street. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. So we're definitely excited about like the culinary. Um, we're definitely excited about um, just art. You know, art has, has a continual presence here in San Pedro, and mm -hmm. I know. Uh, there's there's a, a number of companies that are specializing in other things, such as currency. There's uh, business series that are new to San Pedro that are specializing in marine life and mm -hmm. and, and and research and science. Um, and so I think those are like those are a number of things that excite me with San Pedro. Um, and I think the last thing that really ex excites me about San Pedro is that um, it, it allows kind of us as a as a small business to engage with with people in San Pedro. So mm -hmm. there's, like I said, as I said prior, there's a lot of new people moving into San Pedro that have a new perspective or yep. a new um, idea of what San Pedro can be. And there's a lot of other tenants that have lived here for a very long time that mm -hmm. I'm meeting that are new. And so it excites me when I met or when I meet someone that is in their 70s and 60s that have lived in San Pedro in their entire life and then uh, getting to know them um, as a small business owner here in San Pedro. That's like really exciting to me. Yeah, I think yeah. there's going to be a lot more of that. We're going to be meeting a lot more new people and um, yes. getting to know some of these people that have been here for their entire lives. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that too. Well, you know what? I want to be considerate of your time. Yes. Um, I I would love to, I, I can't wait to go to one of your pop-ups yeah, in the yeah, future. Yeah, yeah. I'm yes. super excited. Um, thank you for being on the show. I It was an honor and I really respect how you, the care that you've taken into this business, you know? Um, why don't you tell everybody where they can follow you? Yes, yeah, so you can follow us on mm -hmm. Instagram. Our Instagram handle is trinitycbc. Uh, you could also follow us um, on our website, which would be www.trinitycbc.com. We're mm -hmm. going to release that later this this uh, summer. Mm -hmm. And uh, the next event that you'll be able to enjoy our coffee is at uh, Circle Via in San Pedro, mm -hmm. or pardon me, in Wilmington. Uh, that'll be uh, later this month. 
Uh, and so, yeah, we're excited to kind of plug in and to meet you. And if you uh, follow us on Instagram or if you don't follow us on Instagram, but you have a question about uh, our business or if you have anything that I had said before mm -hmm. uh, today that you want to get some clar clarity on, you can uh, certainly send us a message there. And yeah, we look, Christina and I definitely look forward to meeting you and, and, uh, and visiting us at the, our next coffee pop-up for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I'll have all the links in the show notes yes. and I'll have all the info so that listeners can just scroll down and like know all of your links. Um, Absolutely, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks I look for, forward to having you back we're, maybe. We're excited to be on the show. Yay. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah, we definitely, um, when I was uh, attending San Pedro High School, we always wondered why there wasn't a podcast in San Pedro. And so it's good to know that there's finally one available. I didn't so. get into podcasts until recently. I was not thinking that in high school. You were like definitely ahead of your time, I, I, I think. Don't, I don't think so. I mean, really? I think, no, I don't think so. I mean, I think that well, there was always just the wonder of, connecting with new people online, right? Yeah, and that's so, true. Whether it was like through media, like through a show or through like YouTube, because YouTube was definitely a thing. Yeah. So I'm just I actually wanted that. to know why there wasn't more online for Pedro as well. Yeah. Well, I think it's just a different culture, right? So I think that's another thing that's exciting about San Pedro is that there's a new uh, age group of, of new people, new entrepreneurs yeah. that are less than 40 they're here in San Pedro that yeah. are doing business now. I know, yeah. Uh, a lot of the, you know, we're bringing in the technology yes. and we kind of are with the times, you know, yes. for example. Um, yes. So yeah, I'm excited to see that new breed of entrepreneurs coming in. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think you're one of them. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, I, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't quite think that we would be that, but it seems, it seems that the people in, in the Harbor area want specialty coffee. And so mm -hmm. if we could offer them a product that they like and that they enjoy and that we're continually to invest in our city, mm -hmm. then yeah, totally. It's like, it's a privilege to be here. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thanks. Thank you, Christina, for being here. <laughs> and um, of course, I, I think Stacy in every yes. episode. Yeah, Stacy's <laughs> been great too. So she let us uh, pop up, have a little mop pop up in her kitchen and she, is uh, right to do, uh, you know, serving coffee and making coffee with the right type of water. So yeah. it's, been, uh, it's been awesome <laughs> to see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Um, we will see you next week. Bye. This episode was brought to you by CryptoSpace, San Pedro's one and only cryptocurrency lounge. Learn more at CryptoSpaceUS.com. All right, everyone. I hope you guys enjoyed my conversation with Pablo Badia. I will have all the links up in the show notes, so be sure to follow him on Instagram and also check out his website, which is debuting this weekend. Um, yeah, so thanks, everyone. Um, if you guys like this episode, please give us a rating in iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, if you have a little bit more time, I would appreciate and totally love a review. I'll be reading reviews in the coming episode. So yeah, thanks so much, guys. Have a good one. Bye.